And welcome once again to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I'm Kurt, as always, and with me on this journey into the final episode of What If is my good friend Sen Raven. Hey, good morning. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, are you hiding anything in your beard for later just so I'm not surprised? I don't know, snacks, tentacles, <laughs> fire-breathing dragons? You know, there might be a tentacle in there. Probably not a, <laughs> okay. not, probably not a fire-breathing dragon, although that would be handy. Um, okay, so uh, I know everybody's really excited for us to start talking about this show, the the this episode. But has there been any news from around, from around the MCU? Well, the biggest one is that. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, coughing fits. <laughs> oh, there he goes again. <laughs> sorry about that. That's all right. Um, the <clears throat> geez, now I can't talk. Uh, the biggest news is that the um, the lawsuit got settled. Right. Yeah. <coughs> wow. That's the, that's the Scarlett Johansson and Marvel one. Yeah, I, I feel so choked up about it. I had heard, and because I didn't read the article, but I had heard that Disney. The big thing was Disney was going to cave on giving her proceeds from the premium release on Disney Plus. Yeah, and. <clears throat> Uh, basically seems to be the case. Probably thirty-five, forty million dollar payout. Right. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that got settled because it's fairly simple case in court by the looks of it. Now the question is, does she go back on saying that she that she'll not work on another Marvel movie? Ooh, I don't know. <clears throat> Because that has uh, there there are some implications in this series. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. So, um, okay, and then the the other thing that I think I I was seeing rumors about Kevin Feige wanting Nicolas Cage and uh, Wesley Snipes to reprise their roles. <clears throat> the only way that works is in a multiverse situation and more probably as a cameo. Yeah, I can see that being as a cameo. I I rather I rather stick with the uh, Wesley Snipes and not Nicolas Cage. Well, um, I I understand, but <clears throat> it does make sense. But if they're going if I look, guess. if they're going to go if they're going to have Nicolas Cage do that, then you also have that kid from uh Agents of Shield, who played Robbie Reyes. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I think I think you kind of have to. I mean, if you're going to go down that road, so. Well, uh, they still they still holding off saying that um uh that uh Shield is uh is canon. Right. Right. There there are rumors of um. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the name. Oh, Echo. Echo was the name of a show. Yeah, and uh, that's supposed to be kind of like a season four Daredevil, not officially. There's also talk of um, uh, a spinoff show for Agatha. Uh, that was that was the other big thing I heard this week was the Agatha yeah. Harkness show. Which yeah, I that, would that, dig. Which would be really cool. I would love to see that because then you can um, really dig into. 
the magic end of things more. Right. I mean, it, Doctor Strange is always going to be that like top tiered magic, but there's a lot of like you know Agatha Harkness level magic dealings that happen throughout the comics. Yeah, which would be really cool to see. Um, and yes, the character of uh, Jack Harkness from Doctor Who is actually uh, named for her. Uh, oh, I didn't realize Russell, that. Yeah, Russell T. Davis uh, did post uh, a while. This came up a long time ago, hmm. um, like before the show, before the show, that yes, he was named after her, uh, and then they decided to make him American as well. So that was that was fun a fun little bit that I, that I found out. Interesting. Um, but yeah, there's there's rumors of um, other shows in, in in the works, which you know it's Disney Plus. They got so much stuff they can work with, right? That right. pretty much anything can can be set up and and greenlit, right? So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun to the watch. The future is bright. Yes, at least so far. <laughs> um, okay, so. Um, before we jump into it, uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt and subscribe to the podcast by going to wherever you get your podcasts and just look for This Week in MCU. If you want to watch us live, you can t- tune in to twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt every Saturday morning at about 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific. And if you want to leave us any comments, questions, suggestions, whatever... Uh, what do you want us to do in our downtime? Uh, you can send an email to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read your review out loud during the show. And we would greatly appreciate it because it helps increase our visibility. Okay. <clears throat> so, episode nine. What if the Watcher broke his oath? Uh, I'm Just before we jump into that, we speculated on that, right? We we had a feeling yeah. that that was going to happen. And about halfway through the season, it felt like they were going to do a massive crossover at the end. And sure enough, um, that's that's what's happening. So I find it very, very interesting. Um, okay, so we jump into it. We get our normal intro and everything. Nothing changes. And we open on Peggy Carter and Black Widow. And remember, Peggy is now in her timeline's future, right? Because she came back through the portal. Yeah. And uh, so she's working with Black Widow, and they're about to uh, jump onto the Lemurian Star, which, if you remember, is the ship that uh, Captain America and S.H.I.E.L.D. went in and, and got, and we had that Batrock fight. That was in Civil War? I think it was in Civil War. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, and that's when, you know, we got our first sight of uh, Batrock the Leaper. And I remember in the movies going, oh, are you kidding me? We're going to have to deal with Batrock? Because <laughs> he was such a sea level villain. And they right, actually. But they, did a, they did a good job with they him. They made him better. <laughs> they made him better. They, they made him a lot better. <laughs> that guy is, a, is really good at what he does. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a lot of the, a lot of parallels in the way that the the sh- TV show and the movie were going, and and so like even like down to um, down to Black Widow turning to to Peggy instead of Steve and saying, 
you know, Bernard in accounting was asking about <laughs> you, trying to get her, her to go on a date, which she did with Steve, except it yes. was somebody, I can't remember her name in I accounting or think something it like might, that. I think it might have been Sharon. Uh, Sher- yeah, it was. It was. Uh, before he knew that Sharon was a shield op. So. Right. Um, and okay. Peggy's and Peggy's uh, uh, niece. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Creepy. Yeah, that whole thing is weird. Uh, so, but we don't have to worry about that on this one. Uh, so, uh, just like in the movie, uh, Peggy jumps out of the the plane uh, and and gets on the ship and just starts kicking butt. Um, and Batrock and Peggy are fighting, and it very again a lot of similarities to the Cap Batrock fight. Until Peggy says, whoa. And she goes, do you see that? And we see the Watcher in the sky, visible to everybody. And the Watcher says, Peggy Carter, you've been chosen. Okay, cool. So clearly this is what we're doing. So they flip immediately over to uh, the Dairy Queen, which, I, you know, you don't see a lot of product placement in cartoons. <laughs> I think this is the only one in, in this in this series. I do too. I do too. Um, <clears throat> but um, so we see Ego, uh, Kurt Russell's character, uh, giving Peter the what for by trying to imbue him with the cosmic hoo ha. And um, <laughs> wow, yeah, I know. Um, Dirty. And, <laughs> until Peter is rescued, ironically, by Star Lord, the Chichala Star Lord. Um, right. and makes sense because they're in the same multiverse or the same universe, right? So, um, so he rescues him, and then T'Challa sees the Watcher, only to be told that he's been chosen. Okay, cool. And now we move on to uh, Tony Stark and Gamora with Etri on Nidavellir. And I love the, seeing that. Yeah, she's probably one of my favorite characters in MCU, honestly. Yeah, and they appear to be melting down the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. So without the stones in it. So this appears to be from the episode that was cut for the season. Cause okay. Because we, we really didn't see anything like this. And, right. And, there, and, yes, there was there was supposed to be a tenth episode, but. I don't know if it's that one or not because we're supposed to get that one in season two. Yeah, but but then but when the watcher shows up for this, he says he he shows up and he tells Gamora, and he 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 calls Gamora and he says Gamora, survivor of Sakar, and destroyer of Thanos, you've been chosen. Now, um, but the best part is that. Tony pipes up and and he goes, uh, yeah, and he goes, not, <laughs> not you, you, Stark, <laughs> right, right. Because I'm pretty sure he knows if he picks Stark, it's doomed. He'll die. Right, he's gonna die. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but we get um, Gamora and and the, and the survivor of Sakar. So clearly she's been there and been in the in the arena probably, and destroyer of Thanos. I mean. That's it's kind of an episode I want to see. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool, especially because we get information about it later, right? Uh, and, and and what they done uh, would be really interesting to see, right? 
Um, and and so she gets the she's been chosen, and we catch up with Pepper Potts and Shuri, saying that Killmonger must be tried for murder, and they gave us a red herring on this one. Uh, I thought from some of the stuff that we saw that Pepper and Shuri might be chosen as well. Right. They were. It did look not. like it. Yeah. <laughs> it literally was just them walking down the hallway, uh, Pepper with the big gun, and the Watcher shows up and sees Killmonger and says, Eric, you've been chosen. Okay. And and, and we, we then we flip over to uh, Party Thor. And which, again, I, God, man, I want to see a Party Thor series. <laughs> I, I just. I keep hearing that. You're not the first person to say that. I, I just think there's something, you know, uh, you know what it is. I want to see Party Thor and the Party Warriors 3 on the road. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. uh we see we so we catch up with Thor, uh, who's beating up Ultron bots, and Watcher shows up and says, "Thor, you've been and and Thor's just ignoring him because he's <laughs> he's just he's just having too much fun he's, beating up robots. He's in the middle of something. Yep, he's so, working. So the Watcher picks him up and tells him that he's been chosen, and he starts screaming, um, <laughs> and and. Wouldn't you if you got picked up by some something that that's that size and you haven't seen it before? Right. I probably start screaming. Right, right. So, um, so then we flip. We, you know, the Watchers gathered his team. We flip up a flip and what and uh, meet up at a pub. Um, which I believe what I had heard was that is the pub that Cap and Peggy were yes. having a drink at. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, well, that's also that's why she says uh, th- this place looks familiar. Right, right. Um, and <coughs> so they all meet up, and S- Supreme Strange or Superior Strange, whatever we're calling Twisted Strange, is. Um, but he's there, and uh, they're all there, and they're one- kind of wondering what's going on. And and one of the first scenes we see is Killmonger finds. The Ultron, like one of the Ultron bot heads sitting on the counter, and he just starts Which, looking at uh, it. Uh, Thor brought with him. Right, that's right, yeah. But he just starts looking at it. It's like, okay, cool. And the Watcher shows up and lets them know that uh, they've been chosen because uh, of Ultron, and they are the Guardians of the Multiverse. Um, which would have been a really cool reveal if they hadn't plastered Guardians of the Multiverse all over the place prior to that. They kind of let the cat out of the bag a lot earlier. So so it's all cool, though. Uh, we get Watcher and Strange telling them that Ultron's been elevated to a cosmic being uh, due to the, the having the Infinity Stones. Uh, and Thor goes, hey, uh, can we get some Chinese food? <laughs> so they get some he's Chinese- a growing boy he's been working on killing bots he got right. hungry so they do get chinese food <laughs> although i would have said shawarma would have been a nice touch but you know whatever that, yeah i thought the same thing <laughs> like it'd be nice if it was a shawarma thing right um and we find out that gamora has an infinity stone crusher 
designed to disintegrate the stones. So that's cool. Um, cause we've not seen anything like that before. Uh, so they're getting ready and we see again, Killmonger keeps looking at the Ultron head. Now he's got a lot of nanotechnology, uh, knowledge and, and whatnot. So he's looking at it and obviously it's a Tony Stark thing. Uh, so he's kind of familiar with that kind of tech. Cool. Great. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Dr. Strange starts, uh, giving them a toast, a toast to the, to the guardians. And he starts giving them a toast oh. and keeps giving a toast and keeps giving a toast. But, really? But, and it's all, <laughs> it's all doom and gloom. It's like facing unbeatable odds and, and <laughs> just like it goes down, downhill. That um, man really likes the sound of his own voice. Right. Until I think it was, uh, was it Peggy that said to the guardians of the multiverse? I, I think so. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they talk about their plan and, uh, Thor goes, Hey, you know, I'm known for attracting attention, uh, <laughs> or unwanted, unwanted, attention. Un- unwanted right. attention. Right. right. So, uh, and sure enough, Thor attracts attention from Ultron. And here we go. <laughs> so, Strange gives all the Guardians a magic armor spell, which was really cool. Because uh, now they have, like, mystical armor. Um, Thor calls Ultron a party pooper. <laughs> and yells yeah. his battle cry of Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> which, again, another reason why That's I want to see one. that series. Right. And Ultron is, like, going, huh, not heard that as a battle cry before. <laughs> This is new. And so Ultron basically sees them all. They're on a cliff. They're they're getting ready to fight. And he just collapses the cliff. And it falls on top of them. And he goes, well, that was too easy. And they're all alive because they have the mystical armor. So it's like, and Peggy's like, not a scratch. Cool. All right. So Thor throws Mjolnir at Ultron. And Strange duplicates Mjolnir and makes like a hundred of them. Pretty cool idea. Plus one. Right. Uh, Pretty cool idea. Um, So more fighting ensues. Uh, Basically, Star-Lord steals the stone. Yeah. So their, their whole plan was that get the soul. Star-Lord's going to steal, steal one of the, uh, steal the soul stone, get it to Gamora. And they're going to use the, the crusher to disintegrate it. And right. that's it. The, the problem is over. Um, right. Yeah. And he does a great job stealing it because, you know, sticky fingers. Sticky fingers. Right. Yeah. If you're a Ravager, you got to know how to do that. So. Well, and it's a straight callback to to his episode. because Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, they did the whole sticky fingers thing with the th- I think it was with Thanos there or no, it was with the. Um, um, with what's his name? Uh, the Collector, because the Collector oh, right, has right. the stones on the stones there. Right. So, and then once Ultron realizes it, like a split second later, Doctor Strange ports in the zombies. All of the zombies. (laughs) All of the zombies. (laughs) Including the Scarlet Witch zombie. So, um, I'm watching the episode, and he he goes, you know, the zombies were in a nice touch. He's like, it's not just the zombies. It's what comes with the zombies. Right. And, and and I completely forgot about it. And I'm sitting there like, 
yelling at the screen, what comes with the zombies? What comes with the zombies? <laughs> and then it cuts over to Scarlet Witch <laughs> doing a big, a big attack. I'm like, oh, right, she comes with the zombies. Right, and I actually thought she was going to be kind of like the key to beating him. And, clear, and that, clearly that wasn't. That would have been pretty cool. But, but because like he kind of brushes off her, her hex power and she's like in zombie mode going, huh? He did and look a little worried there for a he second. Did. He did. Um, and, but then he said, well, forget it. I'll just blow up the planet. Right. And he does. <laughs> so, so Ultron blows up the planet and Strange ports him through a portal um, to uh, the apocalypse world where Black Widow was the only survivor because Hawkeye had died during that episode. And this is, this is the one where the Ultron is actually from. Right. Right. So... Um, the, so, and they have the soul stone and they're about to put it in the crusher and Natasha steals it (laughs) from midair because she doesn't know what's going on. Right. And, and they, they deal with all that and the stone keeps getting thrown around very much like it's that, that movie trope where somebody steals something, it falls on the floor and keeps getting kicked all over the place. (laughs) And nobody it, can get it's it. It's also they used it. They used that for um, Guardians Two, the opening. Yeah, Guardians Two. That yeah. that was the oh, the opening with Groot. Yep. <laughs> so uh, it it was great. It was great. Um, so Ultron is there, and he says, "All right, forget it." I'm just and he kill. He goes to kill the galaxy, and Strange does his. Oh yeah, no, I can I can eat all that energy now, and he just he literally eats the energy used to explode the galaxy. So then they, which I thought this next part was great, they full court Ultron hitting him so fast that he doesn't have time to respond or think, and they just uh, don't let up, and it was so good and, a, and about time, right? Because because yeah. Peggy actually calls it out, like hit him hit him with everything you got, don't let him don't let him think. Yeah, and they did a great job. He like and and you like watching it. I was like, yeah, he doesn't. He can't. He can't respond to that. Like, there's just just about as he's he's ready to respond. He just there's another hit coming and another hit coming. So, so uh, Gamora gets a good hit in on him, but then Ultron freezes time, and he gets the Soul Stone, and. Strange prevents him from putting it into place because he he basically tentacles him. Well, he tentacles him, but he breaks breaks out of the the the, the time spot, right? Right. Because while uh, Ultron has the time stone, so does Strange. Right. He has his own time stone. Right. Right. Which was pretty cool. Um, the. And, and so Strange is preventing him from putting it back into place. Um, but it's too late. And then Strange unleashes a spell. And the visual effect for this thing was so cool. Because he was he was uh, casting something. And they did this whole um, kind of rip in the fabric of time and space overlaying with him. And it was like all the different... like monsters he took the persona of when he was absorbing them in that episode and they just flipped back a and lot. forth yeah it was very very cool 
Um, so then uh, Strange basically grabs Ultron with squid arms and, and basically balls him up. Gamora gets the stone. They've got Ultron trapped with mystic chains and everybody's holding him down. They send in the cr- stone crusher and, oh yeah, it doesn't work because the crusher's designed for Gamora's world, not his. Well, it's it's also designed for the stones from her world, right? That, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, not not just for her universe. Like the stones are different per universe, which right. was, I thought that was a really cool touch. Being, well, and it, and, like and I wouldn't have thought of that. Well, it's yeah, consistent, it is consistent too because we've seen that. You know, even in Loki, there were multiple versions of the stones in that drawer. Right, but they didn't say that there are different powers in different worlds. Uh, you know, no, that's th- true. Different multiverses. And I think so. But, I, I thought that think, was just a, a nice, a, you know, extra to it. I think this also follows the the, the comics. Like the comics have okay. a differentiation between universes and and the effectiveness of the stones. So um, they did have a shot that I actually really like when he unleashes the the tentacles. Yeah, there's a shot of them going past Peggy. Yep. And the look on her face, because that's basically why she's not in her timeline. Right. Because those are the tentacles that dragged her out of her timeline. Uh, that she went. That she went to fight the the um, the behemoth or whatever you want to call it. And she, and she doesn't know that Strange isn't responsible for that. Right. When she was taken. So, yeah. Um, my guess is they're not going to cover that, but. <laughs> no, uh, very unlikely. So then from finding out that the Crusher doesn't work, we see a nice kind of rotating pan shot of the Guardians, which looks straight out of the Avengers, that rotating shot, watching them all. (laughs) Very cool. Um, And Ultron realizes that if he destroys Strange, they all fall. So he starts focusing his his attack. Natasha... It's you. I just have to kill you. Right, right. And Natasha's going, oh, you know what? I still got my Zola arrow. And... <laughs> the one leftover arrow that she finally remembered. Right. So she and Cap talk, and <clears throat> uh, they got a plan, and they go, you know, take take it up high so that they can shoot him in the eye. Cap goes behind Ultron, mo- you know, lifts his helmet so that his eye is actually being shown. Um Although I would think the, the entire through, but... sequence is really great. It really is. It really is. Nat jumps the the uh, motorcycle off a building, makes a Hawkeye shot, basically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and shoots him right in the eye, and, and dude gets Zolid. Um, and we get so we get Ultron and Zola uh, fighting internally. So we we see that we see the. Kind of like Ultron going, who are you? You know, and he, he's get this out. This body's of occupied. Yeah, this body's <laughs> occupied, and and Zola's just like going, yeah, uh, cool, that's great. I'm taking it, <laughs> and Ultron falls. Uh, at this point, Killmonger takes Ultron's armor and the stones. Who didn't see that coming? Raise your hand if you didn't see didn't see that coming. Nobody. They, Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, they very much, very much foreshadowed something happening there. Um, what From I did, the moment you brought Killmonger onto the team, we're like, oh, he's gonna screw them over. Right. Uh, what I didn't see 
was ultimately what happened. Um, so, uh, so in Killmonger's going, look, we can like fix all of our worlds and our lives and everything. He, he, you know, in true Killmonger fashion, there's a sort of righteousness in his motivations, right? But he, it's the wrong way to do it. It's the wrong way to do it. It's just the wrong way to do it. Um, so T'Challa says, cousin, hand over the stones. And he goes, yeah, I'm not your cousin. <laughs> I killed your cousin or my well, cousin. Well, he didn't say that, but, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and Zola tries to take back the armor and the stones. And we see the stones in between Zola and Killmonger it's stuck in a kind of a tug of war. And They, they do a great, great... Um... Uh, explanation by uh, Natasha gives a great explanation to uh, to sh- uh, to uh, Cap with the um, oh yeah we 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 I gave him a really nasty virus is that Zola yeah oh that explains the head in the in the middle of the chest yeah the head and the stomach thing yeah yeah um, <clears throat> yeah and so we see the stones stuck between them in there because uh, Killmonger has the armor and and had control of the stones. And uh, Ultron's Ultron, and so they're they're trying to take possession. And Strange realizes that oh wait a minute, they just can't possess the stones, so they're stuck in this tug of war. Um, and creates a pocket universe that surrounds like the one them, that he was stuck in, like the one he was stuck in, and so they're kind of stuck, and they'll they'll fight for possession forever. Theoretically, um, yep. and you're going okay, cool. That kind of solves that, I guess. Um, and and the watcher is talking to Strange. He goes, "Well, okay, it's your job to watch them now." That's, and that's... the the response from him was, "You saw you saw this coming all along. This was the plan, right? This was actually yep. the plan." Yeah. Uh, so and that would make sense that watcher the watcher did see it coming. And it calls back to Doctor Strange in yeah. Infinity War, you know, doing the whole yeah. There's one solution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so somebody it's, it's, has to sacrifice themselves to complete this mission. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, so that's kind of it. And then the Watcher like returns everybody to their times. He basically says, "Yeah, you're gonna. We're just gonna drop you off where we picked you up." It'll be like you you never left. Like you never left. Yeah. And Black Widow is the last one to leave. And she's going, yeah, I'm not going back. Like, <laughs> I'm the only one left well, on my so, planet. <laughs> but, but, like, before Black Widow leaves, Peggy, you know, he he, tell, he asks her, he's like, you don't want to go back to your time. Oh, right. She wants to go back to her original timeline. And he says, trust me, where where you are, they, they need uh, Peggy Carter. Yeah, exactly. And so he so he sends her to her, basically, you know, her spot instead of Steve Rogers in, exactly. in her universe, but keeps her in the, the future timeline for her. And then he takes takes care of Natalie or Natasha, not Natalie. Why yeah. Natalie? Uh, Nat. <laughs> yep. uh, then he takes care of Natasha, which uh, I thought it was a really cool way to do it because he didn't he kind of goes around it. But like right she's right she's the only one left in her in her universe like right. so what's the point 
So what I found interesting, so he basically says, uh, look, uh, we're going to, and, and she goes, I'm not going to go through the door. He goes, yeah, the door was just a metaphor anyway. And then everything <laughs> disappears and she's, she's on the world that he planned on returning her to, which is not her planet. It's which is uh, also not our MCU, by the way. Correct. Correct. It is a different MCU, but it is not ours because shield is fighting a Loki invasion on the helicarrier and they don't have an uh, they don't have and, a black widow right and black widow has been lost to that to that world yeah uh, whatever that means we don't know what that means um and maybe maybe we get some insight in another episode as that to, which as, would be pretty cool it, yeah. it seems like a good setup for season two but uh, here, even loki himself goes i was told you were dead right Right, and then but Nat- and Natasha picks up the staff because she knows what to do with it. She oh, yeah. she saw Loki <laughs> doing it, and did the Loki mind spell thing with his staff um, on Loki. <laughs> so, um, so Nat has a place now, um, and we get the Watcher outro and credits. Okay, cool. So before we get into the next little bit. Um, the thing that excited me about Nat being moved to that timeline is that that kind of thing could happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, and we kind of get, we kind of know that, but but uh, there was some speculation whether or not that could happen because Soulstone dead is dead, but that's really for our universe. That's all it is, right? Right. And as so, soon as they brought up the multiverse stuff, which they did right. know, multiple times, uh, we've been we've been watching through all the. Um, you know, previous movies and stuff. Yeah, and it gets brought up, like they brought it up in yeah, they brought <laughs> it up in Doctor Strange. Yep, uh, and then of course in Spider Man. I mean, the, the second Spider Man movie is straight up like here's the multiverse stuff. Right. Um, but as soon as they brought it up, people are like, especially after Endgame, I mean, like, oh well, they're already doing the multiverse. We're gonna get a Stark back. We're gonna get a Gamora back, and you know. And we're gonna get a Natasha back, so they can. I I don't whether they will or not is up to them. But right, you know. right. And that also gives them a chance to recast the role, because here's yes. the Black Widow from that world. It doesn't well, need she to be Scarlett Johansson. It, yeah, it's a different person. It's still a Black Widow. And we've already seen that kind of thing. Yeah, happen. we already we already have Black Widows, multiple Black Widows in in in, the, in our MCU. Right. Right, so, um, so cool. We get, uh, so we get the credits at that point, and in true Marvel fashion, we get a mid-credit scene. The only is, one for this entire series. It really is, yeah. So, <laughs> so I was a little surprised that they did a stinger because they didn't do it for any other episode. I was a little surprised they did it for this, like for this thing. So what it is is, um, that we, we they show. Peggy gets dropped right back into the the fight with Batrock. Um, he gets hit. Yeah, she's <laughs> uh, gone. Right, cheap uh, shot. That that fight gets done. Widow finds out found out what the pirates were after, and they go and it they find the Hydra Stomper. Yeah, she and, says we found the Hydra Stomper, and there's someone in it. Yep, there's someone inside. So. Um, it's Steve, clearly. Um, because every multiverse, Steve has to be a Steve-sicle. 
Right, right. Um, <laughs> and so, Stark has to die. And we, so I had already heard prior to the series even starting that we were going to get more Peggy Carter in season two. Oh, that that's that's awesome. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Here's my wish: that they do not give Steve the super soldier serum. Oh, I don't think they will. Well, you just never know what people are thinking. Yeah, right? that's true. I, but I, I just, I don't see that going. I would like to believe you. I, I really hope they don't. And I don't. Oh, and here's the other thing: even though it would still amount to the same thing. Don't make Steve the Winter Soldier. Just don't do that. Hmm. Um, also fair. Yeah. So, um, okay. And then we get the right the the regular credits, and the cast is um, now. Did I miscount, or was this the fifth Chadwick Boseman appearance? Mm, I'm not sure. So there's the Star Lord one. There's the zombie one. There's the Killmonger one, one. The Killmonger one. Uh, that's four, right? I'm not. So, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, we could go back. Uh, it's not that important, but I thought I, I, for some reason I had it in my head this was the fifth one. But um, okay. Well, in either case, it is the last one. Yeah, it is the last one. It was really great to have his stuff for it. Agreed. I'm glad they did that. I, I'm glad they did so much of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little surprising. So, but good. All right, so the cast. We've got The Watchers, Jeffrey Wright. We've got Nick Fury as Samuel L. Jackson, or, or other way around. Uh, Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter, Captain Carter. Lake Bell as Natasha and Black Widow. Um, she's been doing the voice of Black Widow the whole time. Uh, Frank Grillo doing Brock Rumlow slash Crossbones. Uh, he's been doing it the whole time. Same actor, obviously. Uh, Batrock, George St. Pierre. Uh, they, actually, they actually got the guy. They, nice. They got him. Yep. I like uh, him. I do too. <laughs> uh, Chadwick Boseman, obviously, is uh, Star-Lord T'Challa. Brian Delaney as Peter Quill. Again, same guy that they had in an earlier episode. Mick Wingert doing Tony Stark. Same guy from the from previous episode. Cynthia McWilliams doing Gamora, same thing. Michael B. Did he Jordan. Technically, not die in this one. He technically he, didn't die in this he one. He technically technically didn't die in this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cynthia McWilliams doing Gamora. Uh, Michael B. Jordan doing Killmonger. Uh, Ozioma Akaga. I knew I was going to screw that up. Um, doing Shuri. Chris Hemsworth doing Thor. Benedict Cumberbatch doing Doctor Strange. I'm so happy they kept him. They they got yeah. him to do that. Uh, Ross Marquand doing Ultron, which was cool. I would have preferred Paul Bettany, particularly since I think they could have recorded his lines when he was doing the the WandaVision. But um, yeah, uh, Toby Jones doing Zola, which was awesome. Uh, uh, actually, it makes sense that it's not because uh, Vision never came online for him. Oh right, no, yeah, you're right. So no, I, I was but, doing but it the then other. They, they, then they James would Spader. need what's his name, Jim James, Spader. Yeah, that, yeah, which which would have been amazing. <laughs> it would have been great. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. And we had mentioned that last time too. Uh, it makes sense that Ultron is not Paul Bettany. Um, so uh, Zola, Toby Jones, which is also awesome. Loki, Tom Hiddleston, and Ego for the one line that he had in the show yet again. Kurt Russell, <laughs> like he's got anything to do, <laughs> right? 
Um, and then there's, you know, there's just a, there's a whole list of um, voice actors that they use for extra stuff. And so there was, uh, I'm just going to name them, uh, Chuck Billy, Arthur Ortiz, Helen Sadler, Justin Shaw, Kari Walgren, Kari Walgren, very, very uh, well-known voice actor. Matthew Wood, uh, Robin Atkin Downs, I think I've heard of her as well. Fred Tattashore, very, very well-known. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> that one actor. I recognize. And Fred Tattashore did the voice of Drax um, in, in the previous episodes as well. Um, Shandalia White and Terry Douglas. Um, so uh, they, they've done a great job of, of including all those extra voices as well. Uh, overall, I love this series. I, I really it, it was a lot of fun to watch I, just I really a lot enjoyed of fun. it yeah um, we, we have friends that, that aren't as thrilled with it but I don't care not uh, everything's for everybody that's not fine. everything's for everybody um, in fact uh, there's a, uh, a a friend of ours that's I think in the chat room still <laughs> he who is Steve who, who kind of hates these things um, so uh but but he actually at least on the the last episode he said it was fine. I don't know what yeah. he thought about this episode yet. Um, but uh, I I just had a lot of fun. I didn't take it too seriously. Um, I do think that it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it from a MCU standpoint because it's said to be canon. Whatever right. that means. Um, we'll get animated people in the next movie. Well, so here, that's the, see, this is the other part of this, right? <laughs> is because I could see having an animated aspect to it, or I could just, I could just see them going, yeah, they're just, they're just, they're real life actors. So if we bring them to the MCU, we're going to have their human counterparts that, you know, we're just sure gonna, that would, that make would make sense. more sense. Um, yes. <laughs> And the reason I, I, I don't think they're gonna draw and pull an animated Thor into the next movie. I, I hope they don't, because that'd be weird. There, there um, is one reason why it's a question, and the reason is into the Spider Verse mm, and, and Spider. Yeah. Uh, technically, no, because that's still straight Sony. No, no, no. I know, but look, I think I think that's all gonna get rolled up i really do at some point i hope so but but spider ham is from a cartoon world that's true right and so there is some precedence to the mixing i, I don't know we'll see we'll see it it's not anytime soon let's let's just put it that way um right. i think it'd be really cool to bring in captain carter for uh for the live action mcu that would be that would be great. I would love to see Haley Atwell back uh, back in the role. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, overall, I presume you liked it as well. Oh, I I had a great time with it. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, one of our friends didn't like that they instant that they didn't keep and keep it as uh, standalone episodes. That they actually tied everything together. I so, love that they didn't tie, that they tied I, everything together. <laughs> like I said, not not everything not everything's for everybody, right? I mean, he really I really enjoyed it when it was standalones, and then he didn't like it when it was uh, when it was tied together. He he wanted to see the standalones uh, stay that way, uh, and I get it. Then that's fine. But I I really like the way that was handled, and uh, over overall arc is always a good thing. I mean, honestly, they kept it 
so that, with the exception of the last episode and this episode, they kept it so that those could be standalone episodes. They 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 weren't requiring the crossover, right? Right. They were standalone stories, um, and it just happened to work out. I mean, through planning, obviously, but but it, but it you know they did it in such a way where it didn't feel like you had to wait for something else to happen. So, um, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Okay. So the big question on the table is what's next? Um, well, I mean, venom has to be next, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Venom has to be next. So, uh, do you want to plan on doing venom next week? Sure. Why not? Okay. Um, and for honest, those of you don't, they're not picking up on it. I'm not really looking forward to the movie. Neither am I. <laughs> but like, whatever. The first one wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. Uh, the first one wasn't bad. It just wasn't my venom. It's not. Yeah, it's not, it's that, not what I wanted. There's also that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the second one, I don't want to see it. Well, I mean, I, look, I would watch it. Like, if it's on a streaming service, I would watch it. Um, I don't want to see it because I really did not like the trailers. Okay. It just, uh, just... I, I didn't have a mind. I didn't have a problem with it. I, I'm not like, oh, I don't want to go see it. I just don't really have a lot of interest in it. Yeah. But I, I do want to see it for the overall story and everything else. And, and the, uh, the stinger scenes. Yeah. yeah the stinger scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really what it is. So, um, all right. So let's plan on doing Venom next week and then we can talk about what we do for the two weeks in between. Um, I still am leaning towards Fantastic Four, uh, but... Uh, it's an audio recording. People can't see me shaking my head, but you can probably <laughs> hear it. And uh, we'll go from there. Um, <laughs> all right, Sen, where can people find you? You can find me every morning on twitch.tv slash Raven for some... Uh, Marvel Strike Force, Marvel Future Revolution gameplay, and a few other things here and there, like uh, when I have more time, so like Smite and uh, a few other games uh, back and forth. So come hang out. Uh, usually a good time. You know, play some music, chat, play some games. Cool. And I can be found everywhere at VO by Kurt on Twitch and Twitter. And uh, when I'm not well, so I'm I'm I've been doing a bunch of streaming of of Marvel Future Revolution on Thursday night. I do a podcast with Sen and Charles McFall called From the Helicarrier and uh, all about Marvel Strike Force and Future Revolution. And my solo podcast, uh, Storytime with Kurt, is going, and uh, we're gonna probably be wrapping up this latest book in the last in the next couple of weeks. And we might stick uh, a reprise of the Halloween episodes that I did last year. So I might throw that in there as kind of a rerun. Um, so yeah, and you can follow me. You can follow me on Twitch at Vo by Kurt and know when I stream, whenever I stream. And I think that'll do it for this week. We will see you guys next week. I'm going back to bed. Bye, everybody. Bye.